Let us pray for illumination. O God, illumine our minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, so that as scripture is read and your word is proclaimed, our eyes may see your kingdom, our ears may hear the call of Jesus, and our hearts may know the joy of your salvation. Amen. Our first reading comes from the ninth chapter of Isaiah. But there will be no gloom for those who were in anguish. In the former time, he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time, he will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with the joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressors, you have broken as on the day of Midian. Our gospel lesson comes from the fourth chapter of Matthew, starting at the 12th verse. Now when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he, went, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled, land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, on the, on the road by the sea, across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and for those who sat in the region and a shadow of death, Night light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to proclaim, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of, Zeb of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. 
just about a century ago, before most of us here were born, the following advertisement was published in a London newspaper. Men wanted for hazardous journey, low wages, bitter cold, long hours of complete darkness, safe return, doubtful, honor and recognition in event of success. Now with promises of bitter cold, long hours of complete darkness, low wages and safe return doubtful, would you have signed up for that? The person who placed the ad was the polar explorer, Sir Ernest Shackelford, who coordinated the British Imperial Trans-Antarctic Expedition with the goal of accomplishing the first crossing of the Antarctic continent. They thought of it as the last frontier. In December 1914, Shackleton and his crew of 27 set sail in the wooden ship, Endurance. Well, they ran into trouble. For 10 months, they were trapped in pack ice. Remember, not so long ago, there was an Australian ship stuck in pack ice down in, in that area, and they had to get another ship come in and, and get them out, and they ended up taking them out on helicopter. They didn't have helicopters in 1914. So they were trapped for 10 months, and then, and then they had some real trouble. The ice crushed their wooden ship because it kept contracting and the ship could not withstand that powerful force. Kind of like some of our pipes do in weather like this. So for five months, they camped out on ice floes using their little lifeboats. They managed to get themselves to something called Elephant Island. It was land at last but it was uninhabited. It was far away from any shipping lane, so they were more stuck than Gilligan, the professor, and the crew of the Minna were back on Gilligan's Island. So Shackleton told his men, tell you what, I'm gonna go off and I'll come back and help and save you. Don't worry about it. So he, he and five of his crew got in 22-foot little lifeboats that were open and they made an 800 mile journey through rough seas to South Georgia Island. This is South Georgia Antarctica, not, not the one I was raised in. And there he and two of his men hiked 26 miles over mountains and glaciers and their clothes were worn down to rags by then but they got to a whaling station and 20 month, 21 months after having set sail, Shackleton himself arrived back at Elephant Island where he rescued the men that he had left there 
And despite all that hardship, Shackleton and every one of his 27-man crew survived. Not only that, years later when he was going to make another trip to Antarctica, some of them signed up to go again. Well, as cold as it's been this week, I've been thinking about how Shackleton's crew was like in some ways, and unlike in other ways, the disciples Jesus called. First, all of them were ready to make a bold decision to leave behind the comforts of home, to take a hazardous journey from which safe return was doubtful. These days, following a religious leader doesn't sound too risky, but it surely was then. Remember how Matthew's story began? It says, now when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. Remember, John the Baptist was arrested for saying it was wrong for the Herod in charge right then to have taken his brother's wife. John lost his head for that. So Jesus withdrew to Galilee, left Nazareth, and made his home at Capernaum, a fishing village by the sea in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali. Now, our, our reading from Isaiah talked about those two towns. Remember that Abraham, Father Abraham we heard about in Sunday school, Abraham had 12 sons whose descendants became the 12 tribes of Israel. Remember, Israel means he struggles with God. It was the name given to Jacob after he wrestled with an angel one long night. You can read about that back in Genesis 22. And Naphtali, so Zebulun was the tenth son of Jacob, and Naphtali was the fifth, I'm sorry, sixth son of Jacob. The thing to know about this region was that it was, it was kind of what I'd call the Harper's Ferry of Israel. Back in the American Civil War, between 1861 and 1865, Harpers Ferry, a little town in West Virginia located at the confluence of the Potomac and Shenandoah Rivers, changed hands not once or twice, but eight times. One of those conquests is just of, of the places in Israel is described back in 2 Kings, where the king of Assyria came and captured those areas, all that land, and carried the people off captive to Assyria. These people didn't just get whooped. They were carried off to servitude in Assyria. The last verse we read in Isaiah 9 uses three metaphors to describe the oppressive foreign rule of that time, the yoke of their burden the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Those were the people about whom Isaiah said, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. In that land, Jesus Christ began to proclaim, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Now, preaching about any kingdom besides the mighty Roman Empire was dangerous talk 
They didn't have any freedom of speech like we enjoy. You can say anything you want to about the government here and your friends might get mad at you and your spouse might not like it, but guess what? The government can't come after you, but not then. So the first similarity between the disciples and Shackleton's crew is they were ready to make a bold decision, leave behind the comforts of home and make a hazardous journey from which safe return was doubtful at best. Now secondly, both the Shackleton crew and the disciples of Jesus were at the beginning of an adventure. Last uh, October in Montreat, I heard a fellow defining an adventure as, some, as a journey of some sort. And for his definition, he said, on an adventure at least one time, you wish you weren't there. <laughs> his description was on riding a Greyhound bus, but <laughs> for some people, marriage has been an adventure. For some people, uh, uh, their career has been an adventure in that sense. You just know that both that frozen crew in Antarctica and the 12 disciples with Jesus had to be seeing themselves once in a while. You know, this is exciting, but you know, home was a lot, a lot less dangerous and a whole lot more comfortable. Well, third, on both adventures, Men were following someone charismatic who asked them to leave, leave what they knew behind, and to take huge risk, and to believe incredible things. Well, yes, there are big differences too. Shackleton and his whole crew survived, but Jesus was crucified and his disciples died awful deaths. Relatively few folks have heard about Shackleton and his crew but if you think about it, Jesus and his disciples changed history. They changed our personal history, too. Now, a disciple is a follower. Not someone perfect, but someone following. If you read the Gospel of Mark, you'll see that discipleship often involved fear, doubt, suffering. Matthew's gospel uses the word disciples 45 times, much more than any other book in the Bible. In Matthew, a disciple is someone who understands, who teaches, someone who does what Jesus taught and did. If you think about it, if you look it up in the dictionary, you'll find that disciple comes from root words, that Latin words that mean pupil, student, learner. It's a cousin to the word discipline. Consider what Jesus taught. Today's reading tells how uh, four people were called to be disciples, two sets of brothers, all of them fishermen. In the ninth chapter of this gospel, Matthew mentions how a certain tax collector was called, whose name was Matthew, but, uh, but all the rest of them, they just show up in the list in Matthew's gospel. So this is the main story he tells about calling the twelve. Notice the emphasis in the story on family. Peter and Andrew are the sons of, Z uh, 
sons of Zebedee, James and John were nicknamed. They were nicknamed the sons of thunder, so don't you know they were a trip to have around. <laughs> All four of them fishermen who became fishers of men. And the third thing you notice is the effect of being called by Jesus was immediate. Every once in a while people talk about this story as though Jesus would walk along and say, hey you, hey you, come with me. And they came immediately. Well, that's what it tells us. Well, we assume sometimes that these people didn't know Jesus, but he had lived in that area. It was a small fishing village. They were likely to have known him. They were likely to have heard him talk before. They knew something about who they were going with. But the fact is they were just ordinary folks doing their ordinary work just like the rest of us do. But being called by Jesus was transforming. It disrupted the routine of their lives, but it transformed them and it renewed them in a, in a remarkable way. Now, did you notice what Jesus preached in this story? Matthew 4, 17 says he proclaimed, Repent, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Does that sound familiar? Well, remember what John the Baptist's message was back in the third chapter? John the Baptist was saying, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Same message, but a whole different meaning with a new messenger. So what has God called you to do? All of us, all of us are called to believe, to confess, to trust, and to tell the world. The ministry of Jesus involved teaching, healing, and praying. Like the four brothers, we are called to discipleship that involves mind, body, and spirit. Like the people of Zebulun and Naphtali, we have seen a great light. Like those two sets of brothers, we have been called to follow Jesus and to share the good news of God's abundant grace. Thanks be to God.